0: This is Podlight, a limited poetry of dust series where for five weeks we will not only be hitting the reset button but allowing the Lord to build us up anew from the ground up. Get ready to be refreshed, restored and upgraded. Welcome to the Hard Reset. Pray without ceasing. A little disclaimer, as you listen to this episode, you are going to need your Bible. So please make sure that it is within reach. Okay, let's go. So I believe that prayer is one of the greatest gifts of God to mankind. I also believe that it is a tool, a weapon that accomplishes so much more than we've even scratched the surface of if it wasn't why would jesus speak a parable to the end that men ought always to pray and not to faint why was it that seven chapters before this in the book of luke the disciples didn't ask jesus to teach them how to cast out demons or to walk on water or even to multiply bread and fish but to pray they had noticed a pattern a common thread that bound and anchored every single thing that Jesus did, and they wanted that secret source too. Beloved, there is a blessedness of prayer, and we're going to talk about that today. This mini-season of POD has been about resetting ourselves and rediscovering the tenets that should be pillars for our Christian faith. In a world where it can get so busy that we lose sight of what really matters, it is pertinent that we always remind ourselves of our true priorities this is the only way that we can navigate through the noise last week we talked about the word this week it's on the points of prayer i heard a man of god say a couple of months ago that more than what the practice of prayer does for you prayer is useful for the work that it does in you as children and friends of god we must always remember that when we go to him He hears us, that we're not just beating at the wind, offering vain repetition to somebody who isn't even paying attention. So that brings me to my first point, that the first thing that prayer accomplishes in you is communion. The Bible is filled with several accounts of Jesus withdrawing at multiple times by himself to pray. To the wilderness, on the mountain, it didn't matter where, as long as it was private and hidden from others he would seek communion and communication with his father even though he was fully god he knew the limitations of his human nature he knew that without seeking god in prayer it would be difficult to accomplish the purpose for which he had come to earth sometimes i wonder what jesus was even talking to god about after all they were one what conversations did they have with one another why was he telling God what he already knew? Why did he go through the pains of doing that? Because, trust me, sometimes prayer can feel like labor. <laughs> I believe that it's because there was a certain nearness that could only be achieved a union, a connection of spirits that could have only been attained by spending time in God's presence. It's something I cannot convey with normal words in my physical understanding. I remember when I was first starting to build consistency in prayer. I would set a timer to pray for at least one hour so I could feel like I'd spent a substantial amount of time with God. Initially it worked. Oh, it did because it helped me to have like a schedule with which to practice spiritual activities. But later it began to feel religious, like something I was doing to just take off a spiritual box. In fact, I would check my phone mid-prayer to count how many minutes were left. As a result, being distracted from spending time with the one whose face i actually come to seek, I stopped enjoying it. I stopped enjoying him. I was just going through the motions. And so, I asked the Holy Spirit for help. I wanted to rediscover my love for God, to love on him. And then he gave me this bright idea to just spend time with him. Way I would with a loved one. No timers, no time periods, just pure, unadulterated conversation. And the most important part was to not just talk, but wait until he talked back. Trust me, that is real communion. It's a two way street. I abandoned the timers and I just went to him with an open heart that truly he was a rewarder of those who diligently sought him. It changed my relationship with Him for the better. And now I can honestly say that I look forward to spending time with God now because there really is nothing like His presence. How about you try that today? Talk to God the way you talk to your friend. Sing to Him, speak to Him, and watch Him honor your invitation. So let's move on to the second point of today's podcast about what prayer accomplishes in our lives. Change. Prayer changes us within and without. There's this dynamic effect of prayer to produce power, no matter the situation, no matter the dilemma. The word of God does tell us that after the prophet Elijah prayed, the heavens opened and gave rain following three and a half years of famine. That can be considered as the change without. However, there's another aspect of change that happened in that same chapter. I do not consider it a coincidence that it was after Elijah prayed that a change happened within him. The Spirit of God came upon him so that he outran the chariots of Ahab. The prayer activated speed within him, leveling him up and accelerating his reach into the divine. And this is just one example. The Bible gives us even more accounts of changes happening without, like Daniel interceding for the nation of Israel for the season of their captivity to end, or Abraham bargaining with God through conversation and intercession concerning the people of Sodom and Gomorrah, for God to not slay the righteous with the wicked, what of Hannah, who prayed fervently and finally received her son, or Jonah calling out to God from the belly of the whale and being delivered. There are countless accounts of the prevailing power of prayer in the Bible, Too many to draw from, too many to inspire us. When you pray, a change must happen. Jesus himself also exemplified the revelation of change. Luke 9 verse 29 tells us that as Jesus prayed, the appearance of his face became different, actually transformed, and his clothing became white and flashing up with the brilliance of lightning. The discipline of prayer transformed Jesus, changing him, from the inside out. In Gethsemane, prayer produced a change in him as he wrestled with his flesh for him to submit to the will of the Father above his own. It is important that as believers, we recognize that our prayer has power. Sometimes when things don't end up the way that we want or the way that we hoped for, perhaps the change that occurred was not really in our situation, but in our spirit. Prayer is never wasted. It is never a futile experience. As long as it is heartfelt, it will accomplish something. The Bible tells us in James 5 verse 16b that the heartfelt and persistent prayer of a righteous man is able to accomplish much when put into action and made effective by God. It is dynamic and can have tremendous power. And on to my last point, which is twofold. Another thing that prayer accomplishes in you is the ability to increase your capacity and capability. Capacity, as defined by dictionary.com, is the ability to receive or contain the maximum amount or number that can be received or contained by a vessel. Capability, however, is the quality of having power to be efficient and to be competent. Check out Matthew chapter 14, verses 23 to 25 with me. You there yet? All right. So after he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. Did you see what I saw? Just tell me you saw it, please. That it was after Jesus had prayed that he began to walk on water. It was like he had unlocked a new level of his anointing. A new capability that could have only been activated by praying. One thing I've learned is that in the place of prayer, our capacity is enlarged to accommodate more of the power of the Holy Ghost. We kill our flesh and our spirit surges up to the surface. Our vessels are expanded for God to pour more of his fire, power, and anointing, more than we could have ever thought possible. Jesus prayed, and his capacity to channel more of God's power was increased, thus increasing his capability to use it. Another important example is the story of the apostles and the first believers following the resurrection of Jesus. Peter and John had been captured by the Sanhedrin because of their preaching of the gospel as well as the miracles they were performing. The Sanhedrin had ordered them, stop preaching this Jesus or you will face execution. It is understandable anybody would be able to relate to the levels of anxiety and fear that may have risen to an all time high amongst them. But the Bible reports to us that in Acts 4, that they did not cave into the fear. They did not just accept the threats and go into hiding. Verse 31 says that after they prayed, after they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. Once they prayed, their capability to speak the word of God enhanced, crossing over into a realm of boldness, what they had not previously had or what they may have even had in trickles. The Bible says that God bestowed upon them in another measure. Their convictions were strengthened and they were further equipped to continue the work that they had begun. But that account does not stop there. Just two verses later, in verse 33, the Bible says that with great ability and power, the apostles were continuously testifying to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ and great grace rested richly upon them all. That my brothers and sisters in christ is what happens when you pray great ability great power and great grace so i'm sure at this point you're probably wondering okay fine prayer is important i get it but like how do i start what do i do what do i even say this isn't the episode for me to talk to you about the different types of prayer but i will explain where to start with this scripture apostle Paul says. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 15a, that I will pray with the Spirit and I will pray with my understanding. Those are the foundations that you need. I've begun to discover the importance of praying in your understanding, praying intelligent prayers, praying the will and word of God back to him. There is nothing more efficient than releasing targeted arrows at the enemy armed with the word of God. Anytime I'm facing a challenge, I look for scriptures that speak to that situation. Thank God for the internet. All you need to do is Google a Bible verse that relates to what you're going through. And you can pray it through. Is it breakthrough? Do you need speed, joy, hunger, fire for God, wisdom, direction? Anything that you need is found in his word. The moment we invite the Holy Spirit to pray through us, will open that scripture to us and before you know it even more requests will come tumbling out of your lips praying using the scriptures means reminding god of what he has said in doing so we fulfill the mandate in isaiah 62 verse 6 and 7 which says to give the lord no rest until he has established jerusalem or in this case us i'm a living testament of how effective and important it is to table a request before God with evidence from his word. And if you want to add even more sauce, even more fire to your prayer life, you must practice the second part of First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 15, which is to pray in the spirit. That means to pray in tongues. This, beloved, is a complete game changer. There are times that no matter how much we think we know of our particular situation, There will be gaps or infirmities in our knowledge. Only the Spirit of God can help us in our weakness. For when we know not what to pray, He intercedes for us. For when we pray in tongues, we edify ourselves, stacking up, building, rising higher and higher like an edifice, the more that we pray. It is one spiritual exercise that builds up your spiritual muscles. I have experienced many breakthroughs in the place of prayer Just by praying in the spirit, ceilings broken, addictions done away with, convictions strengthened, desires fine-tuned, fire reignited, creativity tapped into, mind-blowing ideas for the podcast for other creative pursuits have been birthed in the place of prayer simply by submitting my spirit and praying through in tongues. Praying in the spirit aligns you with God's will and equips you to accomplish it. So what am I trying to say? God has given us too many weapons, armed us too much for war, for us to not insist and persist as we run this Christian race. Prayer is not an option, it is a necessity. Colossians chapter four verse two tells us to be persistent and devoted to prayer, to be alert and focused always giving thanks to God. We must not continue to lay in a bed of complacency, letting the fire on our prayer altars dwindle until they die out. As a child of God, you cannot let one day, two days, three days pass without communing with God, without praying the scriptures. The heavens forbid it. I'm here to stir up a fire within you, to provoke a hunger and thirst, to lay hold of that which is available, only possible to you through prayer power. I decree unto you today, that where there was once nothing but ash on your altar, the fire of the Holy Ghost falls on it once more, your zeal to commune with God, burns even brighter than before that the zeal for the lord's house consumes you that even when you do not know what to pray the holy ghost intercedes on your behalf i pray for you that the devil does not steal your voice that your awareness of the necessity and power of prayer grows more and more each day that you not only persist you come up hither with every day that you pray that your prayers rise up unto the lord as incense and the lord reveals to you great and marvelous things that you you do not know whenever you call upon him that even though you feel like a child once you enter into your prayer room you come out a giant in the spirit completely confident in who and what you carry that the sword of the spirit vanquishes every obstacle in your way that whenever you pray you constantly receive wisdom guidance and strength that you never stop praying so beloved let us stay alert let us persevere Let us petition on every occasion and in every season because you can be sure that as long as there is a man to pray, there is an omnipotent God to answer. Systems Upgrade successful. If you made it this far, congratulations there's a brand new systems update downloaded straight into the hard drive of your spirit. Want to try it out? Just listen to the carefully curated playlist of songs embedded in the description box of this episode. It will be guaranteed to make your Christian walk run even more smoothly. And don't forget to follow us on our social media handles on Instagram at Poetry of Dust Podcast and Twitter at Poetry of Dust there's even more of this to come okay talk to you next week